Welcome, tribe, to another episode of the Express Yourself podcast, where we talk quick and raw about all types of topics connected to your overall health to help you master your well-being, whether that is physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, or emotionally. Today, we're going to be talking about how to fucking open your heart. Now, that being said, today is going to get real, it's going to get raw, and it's going to get a little longer than your actual 30 minutes. So be aware of that as you are listening into this podcast and make sure that you use the perfect, perfect situation for it to listen to as well. This video, again, is going to be on my socials and probably also on YouTube if you want to watch it with a video. Again, I'm not very, very interesting to watch, but I do understand that some people enjoy video formats as well. So you got the option. Before I go further into our topic of today, which again is opening your fucking heart, I want to bring back the question that we had from last week's episode. If you have not yet listened to episode 22, which was all about protecting your own energy, I definitely recommend you go and have a listen first and come back to this podcast after. There's a new beautiful feature on Spotify that allows us, us as the podcasters, to actually throw Q&As, questions and answers onto you. So you will be finding questions every now and then in my episodes. In last week's episode, we did have a question and I'm going to bring it to the surface once more in case you have not been able to see it or you're just, you know, listening into now and you're like, ah, Claudia, I'll just rather just listen to this episode. The question that I asked was, Tribe, how is your head's voice different from your intuition's voice? And can you describe a situation? where you have been acting from your intuition's voice. Those are the type of questions that I actually ask my clients when they start working with me. Because again, it shows a lot about you and how well you actually know yourself. And if you understand when you are present and when you are absolutely acting from an autopilot mode. Opening your heart means you are never acting from an autopilot mode because you got to be present to open your heart. If you're not present in the moment, how can you open your heart and vice versa? How can you be open in your heart and be present? It doesn't work unless you're faking it till you make it. So the question from last week's podcast is therefore so essential because again, it shows you maybe even that you don't even know how to differentiate the voice of scarcity and oh my god let me just like kind of bring you back to safety or fake illusion of safety aka the head voice and your gut instinct your feminine energy your inner intuition so that is your intuition's voice or your heart's voice So if you don't even know how to differentiate between these two like inner dialogues or like signals that you get, how can you realize which ones are actually truly coming from your core? 
and which ones are just being invented by the mind to again portray the fake image of safety of bringing you to safety this is step number one to help you out a little further i'm going to give you a little advice right here of how you can recognize that head voice even more so the head voice normally operates from a past or a future voice meaning it's never about the situation right here in that moment it's always thinking about that situation right here in that moment as something negative because that's what you have this um, experienced in the past or it will describe a worse situation in the future because of what you have <laughs> this, um, experienced in the past. So the head voice is always trying to weigh you in to safety, even if that's a complete illusion. Meaning, let's say your present wants to kind of go and have fun on the dance floor. So you are... You're entering a club with your friends and you have this inner urge of, oh my God, I just want to dance. No matter how ridiculous it looks like, let's just do it. That's the, the core, the heart, the intuition. The head voice would probably sound more like this. Yeah, girl, go girl. But wait, do you remember, do you remember how much we kind of like fucked it up last time when we were here? Do we really want to like you know, put us, put us into the limelight and, um, you know, let everyone make fun of us. Is that really what we want? That's the past voice or the future voice would be, oh my God, but what if you completely do this or do that? So that is how you can differentiate when your head is trying to weigh you into wrong safety or illusioned safety, fake safety and what your actual, yeah initial desire was opening your heart in that situations means you completely ignore the dialogue from the head and you do it anyway that's acting from the heart that's taking life as it is and making the best out of it that's allowing yourself to expand and to grow no matter the outcome already stepping one foot into the arena is the first step. It's the first thing you need. And you've probably heard people say this type of expression a few times, but more in a sense of like going there is half of the rent already, which is kind of true. So allowing yourself to just be present and say, fuck yes. And giving yourself that permission to live in the fuck yes helps you to not let your limiting beliefs or that head voice take over using excuses or using facts you see how i'm doing this as if you're watching the um, the video in case you're not watching the video what i mean is made up facts because those facts don't exist <laughs> so your head is gonna use those made up facts or limiting beliefs to state mm. why you cannot do this or why you should not do this your head voice will never do that because it wants Ah, sorry, your heart's voice will never let you do that because it wants you to operate from your truest self and it wants you to be playful. It wants you to be sensual. It wants you to be ridiculous if that's what you are yearning for. 
So to practice opening your heart, you need to first understand that dialogue. I think so far we have understood the assignment. Yes, Tribe? So again, listen to that other episode if you haven't already and then come back to this. Now we're moving on to how you can practice and recognize when you are not opening your heart. Everything that I say are just examples. Please remember that. You can practice the art of being in your heart and acting from love in as many ways as you please. Whatever I'm saying right now are really just examples. And I always like to use examples from my personal life, as you know. But it doesn't need to be like that. Today's example is one that you can use for friendships and also for romantic relationships. Let me show you how it looks like or how it can look like if you're acting from an open heart and when you're acting from a closed heart. Let's start with the closed heart first. Let me take a sip of coconut water because whew, it is hot. And to be quite honest, I had to turn down my AC so that you don't hear this freaking spaceship of an AC that I have. Mm -hmm. You heard me right. It sounds like a spaceship. It's so loud. <laughs> okay. Back to heart closed and heart open situations. Let's take a platonic friendship first. Let's say you're meeting up with a friend and that friend is asking you to do something that your heart is saying fuck yes to, but you're also a little bit scared. And therefore you know that that head voice at some point will come and try to fuck you over. You're about to go surfing with your friend. You've never surfed in your life. So you know, you're like, oh man, yeah, I want to try this because you know that's deep down what you feel. And you also know that right before the event or a few hours before the event is about to happen, you will be in a battle mentally with your head whether you should go or not. And that is because this is the moment where the head voice always wants to come and tell you 300 reasons why you should not do it. But you know deep down you want it. So you're getting confused. And then maybe you're even asking other friends for advice, which is the worst thing you can do, right? Because they don't know what your heart wants. And you will definitely not describe the situation too well using your heart's voice because your head's voice is active. And it is probably going to want to take over if you haven't practiced to be present and to recognize what the difference is. So closed heart starts to listen more and more to that head voice and decides last minute to do something that we love to do called cancel culture to cancel on your friend. Maybe you even add another layer on top of it and use an excuse for why you cannot. So meaning you try to lie to have a reason that is strong enough for you not to show up. But the actual reason was you just didn't have balls or you just closed your heart up. Now, think about what I just said. I am sure you can relate, whether that is a friendship situation or not, where you have experienced this. I am sure you can relate. We all lie 
Like, let's be honest. It starts as easy as, hey, how are you? Yes, I'm good. And it's a lie. <laughs> I understand. We all lie. But the worst thing we actually can do is to lie to ourselves constantly and program ourselves to subconsciously lie even more. That's an issue. I understand that in some situations, we will choose to lie. If we can choose to not lie at all, that would be great, even better, right? But we have to allow ourselves to stand in our own truth if we want to expand as a fucking human being. Otherwise, we're not here for expansion. We're just becoming a robot. And quite frankly, we are dehumanizing ourselves even more so. So opening your heart in that situation that I just used could look like this. Instead of letting the voice that will probably still be here determine the outcome of your actions, you're going to be present. You're going to realize, okay, now I'm getting nervous and I validate my feelings that I'm nervous and my head is starting to tell me some pretty interesting stories, almost like fairy tales. <laughs> what do I do with it? The answer is nothing. You just understand that they are here. You give them, you allow them to, to, be, um, to be here. So you allow these thoughts, you allow yourself to accept that you have a head voice, to accept that the head voice is going to be here and that it's okay. That's all you're going to do. You're allowing yourself to go through all the emotions that are possibly possible in your human experience. And that's it. And we're not going to value any experience as negative or positive. That is something that you have programmed yourself probably to think of because of parenting. This is good. This is bad. This you should do. This you should not do. Right? And because of the cardinal rule of behavior, which states what is being rewarded is being repeated and what is being punished is not being repeated. This is why we then follow up and make that our truth or not. When you are acting from an open heart, all you have to do is be present. So you have to evaluate the feelings that are coming up. And the only way you can evaluate the feelings that are coming up is by you not pushing them down or by you not validating them. So how does not validating feelings look like? You might ask yourself, well, you're feeling stressed or you're feeling nervous. And instead of being like, whoa, Okay, this is kind of making me nervous. What you are doing is you're bad talking to yourself. Like, oh my God, you're such a stupid person. Why do you feel nervous again? Why, why are you always going so crazy right before those situations? Why can't you get your fucking shit together? Like if this is the dialogue that you're having with yourself, you're not allowing yourself to feel those things. Another way of how you're not allowing yourself to feel those things is by, again, just like, swallowing down your emotions like as if you're taking a big bite nervous stress maybe sadness fear of being rejected or seen and then you take that all on a fork and you swallow it down and you think then it's good and gone forever it's not the case you know it's not the case right <laughs> you know it because you've experienced the opposite and you know damn well it's not right because it doesn't feel right it feels like a ball of fur that you are 
trying to swallow down and it's like still here. It's still inside of you. It hasn't like left you. It's still part of you. The thing is, you have not acknowledged it to be part of you. So now it's a wounded part of you. And it's kind of like as if you're saying, this is like, this is back Claudia. We're not looking at back Claudia. We're not accepting that back Claudia even exists. We're not accepting that back Claudia can also fuck up and that back Claudia can feel those things and that that's okay. We are not okay with having a shadow side to ourselves. You have a shadow side though. Allow it. Give it permission to show you the way back to the light because that's what your shadow sides are supposed to do. They're here like, hey, there's something that needs attention from you. And that attention means you're sticking to it. You're looking at your shit. You're not running away or you're pushing it down. You're not suppressing shit anymore. You're letting it come to the surface, no matter the outcome. That is opening your heart. So if we take that same example and go to like a romantic relationship example and look at the same thing again, you might feel even more connected to, ah, yeah, I'm getting this. So let's, let's do another one. The next one that we're going to do is imagine you are in a relationship, in a romantic relationship with someone. Okay. Not polyamorous, nothing, just a normal relationship with another human being. Okay. Something happens and your partner makes you feel bad. Now, we don't know yet what we're feeling. We're just feeling a roller coaster of emotions, probably. So your partner has triggered you. Your partner has triggered you by doing something, okay, that brings out either limiting beliefs or shows you sites where you need to work on. Maybe also sites they need to work on, but not for this example, okay? So let's say your partner has triggered you um, you had a long day at work. Your partner also had a long day at work. And then you kind of wanted your partner to pick up some bread. And you made sure that you wrote your partner a reminder. You even wrote a sticky note on the door before your partner left to ensure that your partner brings home the bread. Your partner comes home after work. You come home after work. And your partner has completely forgot about bringing back the work. Now, in most situations, what would happen here is you would probably explode and act out and get mean or hurtful because your partner has triggered you, has made you feel some type of way. Whether that is not being heard, not being seen, uh, you feel not being taken serious, it doesn't matter. The point is there's something right here. There's a situation in front of you that needs to be addressed with an open heart. So that we can ensure that this doesn't happen to you anymore. And that we learn something out of the situation. The both of us. You of, on how you can better communicate what you need. And stay in a place of love. And your partner to understand your needs better. Understand why you're asking for them. And not be afraid that you're taking away their freedom. The freedom of being. Right, Because when people feel controlled, when people feel they're not living their life anymore and someone else is almost like taking ownership of it, 
then that's not healthy. That's not healthy. So no matter the situation in your life, in this situation, what happens is the following. Okay, partner comes home, you forgot the bread. You say to your partner, did you bring the bread? Your partner says, oh my God, I completely forgot about it. Sorry, I was so swamped in work. Your initial reaction, and you can absolutely act up, uh, act on that, would probably be, I told you, I told you three times today to pick up the bread. I reminded you, I did my best that I could to ensure that you know that this is important to me. This is, this might be a way of how you communicate your emotions right in the moment. Yeah. Depending on your tonation and on many other factors, of course, your body language and so on and so forth, you can definitely recognize right away if you are closing up or if you're staying open. So if this triggers you that much that your whole body language goes into crossed arms, completely annoyed, like super stiff, um, you start like waving your hands around like crazy, you know chaos is about to happen. And that chaos is being created by you. (laughs) It's being created by you. Because you're putting almost more sauce into the fire. You know what I mean? So... You are making the situation even worse by acting out even more so and choosing not to be in love. What could be in love mean in that moment? It could mean that even though you tried your hardest, you still show up with empathy. So, meaning, I understand. I understand that you had a hard day. I understand that, that your head was somewhere else. I want to make sure that you understand that for me, it is important that tiny actions where you promise me to do something are being done because it's the only way I feel seen and safe. I want to feel safe. And when you are not holding up your promises, it makes me feel unsafe as if I cannot trust you. So that is a way of how you can, for example, communicate how that made you feel, if that is what it makes you feel. Think about it. It probably is, right? Because if you're asking your loved ones to do it, they tell you they're doing it, then you're reminding them to do it, and they don't do it in the end, all they're doing is showing you that you should distrust them and do stuff by yourself because you're the only person you can trust. So you are internalizing You are therefore internalizing that even more so if you choose to believe that that is true. You are closing your heart up even more so if you don't allow others to fuck up. If you don't allow others to fuck up and become better. You don't allow yourself to stay open. And that's that's really the practice. So no matter if it's if your example <laughs> or your situation is as simple as the situation with the bread, I think you understand that you, again, are in control of how you react. And in many ways, the first way of reaction is not the one that we actually wanted to bring across. It is just something that most of the time happens because we have been suppressing all this and then, again, it kind of explodes on you, you know? And you are in a degraded state already. Meaning you have 
maybe slept not enough, so you're sleep deprived, you maybe haven't eaten well, perhaps if you are a woman, you are in a specific uh, week of your cycle and therefore you're more sensitive or less sensitive to those things or those situations. Perhaps you're currently on antibiotics or you just had, um, you were just sick. So you know you're on an, in a degraded state, meaning not 100% yourself. So in those states, you got to be careful because those are the moments when we start not appreciating others anymore. And we start just like closing up and be like, man, no one understands who I am. I'm such a victim here. I'm doing way more that this person is doing. I am putting way much more work and energy into this friendship uh, or work, whatever it is. Whenever you start discovering yourself having a dialogue like this, remember it's about being present and staying open in the heart. No matter how many people hurt you or have actually done something that is shit or not shit. The practice is to stay open. This way, you can cultivate empathy for others, especially for yourself too. This way, you can learn to live a more peaceful life. This way, you can differentiate the signs that your body and the universe are sending you for your purpose even better and also differentiate when there are just distractions or possible lessons for you to still learn because you haven't gotten that lesson yet, baby. <laughs> so as I'm sipping on this cocoa juice, have a thought about it. And if you have a journal or anything else, any other tool that you would like to use and you want to reflect upon that, take a pen right fucking now and write down be fucking present to open your fucking heart. You can also leave out the fucking, but that's just how I'm going to say it. <laughs> Be present. Stay open. Stay open, team. If you want to achieve change in this world, we need to get you to open your heart, to really live life in a high-frequency energy state. Get away from fear, scarcity, because we have enough of that. You just turn on the TV and everything there is low frequency bullshit. And enslaving you to fall back into your old patterns and let your limiting beliefs control your life. And that's not how it's supposed to be, you know? You got the power. You got the power. No matter what's going on in life, you always have freedom to choose what is right for you. Not making a decision is also a choice. So you always have the freedom to choose. Yeah? No matter what other people are trying to make you believe. No matter what other people are telling you it's the truth. In the end, you still have the power to decide for yourself. And the more you own up to the truth of your heart, the more you're going to live a fulfilled and happy life. Living it under your own rules. And not rules from other people. So the practice of opening your heart is really going to help you elevate in every, really, every dimension of your life. Every pillar. Whether emotionally, whether socially, whether spiritually, mentally, or physically. 
Find tools that help you to be present. Physical tool is movement, baby. Physical tool can also be walking, swimming, whatever the hell makes you happy. An emotional tool can be a journal, can be a breathwork session, and so on and so forth. A spiritual tool can be singing mantras, kirtan. It can be something completely different. It can be doing psychedelic ceremonies. It can be anything. You just have to understand what you need in order to fulfill, fulfill your life's purpose. And your first and foremost purpose, if you don't know what your true, true purpose yet is, is to be love. That's it, tribe. To be love, to attract love. That's what we need in life. That's what you want in life. If you think about it deep down. And whenever you notice that you are stuck or that you are unable to move because you feel paralyzed by what's going on in your external world and your internal world, you reach out to people who can help you. What the fuck are you earning all this money for if you're not even using it to help yourself? Like, don't use it to help yourself and just get drunk every weekend. That's lowering your frequency so much, babe. That's not helping you. It's not what you initially need. It's just another distraction. Yeah? For you to not befriend your demons. But let them, like, pull you deeper into your bullshit. So again, invest in yourself financially. Look at these areas of your life. Look at the people you surround yourself with. Are they acting from open heart spaces or not at all? If not the fuck are you hanging out with them if you want to be another person same thing for your job if your job environment is sucking the life out of you why you choose to stick with it just because of money i'm sure you can find something else that is way more fulfilling in different ways yeah you always gotta look at your shit and stay open stay open tribe really and Just to put that out there once more as well. This is what I do for a living tribe. I have been able to help so many women to really master their well-being by having conversations like that for hours (laughs) where we look at all areas of their life and the things that come up, they're mind-blowing at first. In the end, it kind of makes you chuckle because you see that everything is connected and like stems from the same place. Yeah. All the things that are not moving in your life or where you are moving in your life, where they come from, where you pick that up and so on and so forth. This is what I do. It goes way beyond just PTs. I don't do that anymore. It's not me. I can help you in so many other ways. But you gotta choose to open your heart and say, fuck yes. And let people help you. Let people show you the way if you cannot see it. And you also have to choose to go the way yourself. That's how the change happens. And I really encourage you, tribe, to reach out to me if you have listened to this episode. I know how many people are listening to this podcast. Why you're not reaching out? Reach out. 
Have a discussion with me. Have a conversation with me. Tell me how this episode made you feel. Do you agree? Do you not agree? Let's have a conversation. Let's stop living these automatic lives where we just like endlessly scroll through social without any purpose, where we are not even able to look someone in the eye for longer than 20 seconds, where we cannot share tears, but share joy with our friends. Like, let's be fucking real here. Yeah, let's become authentic again. Let's look for that deep connection, that connection to ourselves and that connection with our tribe. Your vibe attracts your tribe. So in what vibe are you currently? That being said, thank you so much again for listening. I told you from the beginning, this is going to be a little bit more of a long one. We are currently reaching minute 33 and I'm going to finish this off with giving you another question. So listen up closely or pick up the question from the Spotify because on Spotify, you will see the question. Let me start with giving you just a tiny introduction into that question because it's about self-protection. Self-protection does not make one powerful. It only keeps us from developing intimate connections with safe people and facing our fear of relationship. So ask yourself, what needs to happen For you to believe that you are worthy of love and deserving of having personal boundaries that serve you. What needs to happen for you to believe that you are worthy of love and deserving of having personal boundaries that serve you? Figure this out. Having personal boundaries means also having personal boundaries towards yourself. So that you have boundaries for you to not act out all the time. So that you have boundaries for you to stay in love. So that you have a boundary to yourself to be like, nope, we're not going to choose now to close our heart. We're going to stay open. No matter how much we're getting hurt, we're not letting us become that victim. We're not going to give our demons more reasoning to be here and to act from a low frequency. We're not giving it more power. We're taking that power back. Thank you so much for listening, tribe. And as always, if you want to support your girl, have a conversation with me, like this podcast, share this podcast with your friends. It doesn't need to be on social. I even just appreciate if you can just send it to like a buddy of yours on WhatsApp or whatnot, because this is why I'm doing this. And I really hope that you can feel my energy and this authentic, this authentic energy that is really coming out of me to want to make this podcast work again so if it means something to you help me and support me in that way as well it would be highly appreciated for now i'm wishing you an amazing week go and try to practice being open in heart and being present as much as you can whenever you do notice that you are resisting that you are kind of like retreating back sit with it recognize your emotions name those emotions And have the courage to be vulnerable and to step into the arena and not run away from it. So much love, guys. Thank you so much. See you on the next one.